unprofessional as fuck with y'all is right. We doing shit a little different now. Who's that fucking man? Who's that? Who's that? creeping in my that? Who's that? Who's I don't even like any motherfucking night ride. Still drinking, ducking, ducking, skydiving, loose cannons, cousins, real addicts, full timers, buzzing, close ranger, range rover, stuffy, don't waste it, no chasing it. Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning. That's the track. Off the same title of the album, actually. The House is Burning, New Isaiah Rashad. Just came out. <clears throat> I've been uh, on record saying that I was a huge fan of the last album, The Sun's Tirade. Um, Follow-up, I've listened to it a couple of times. I'm going to say there's uh, one issue I have with it is just that the singles that he released were probably the highlights of the album. So... I feel like some of those should have been left in the tuck. That's that song there was not a single. I do like that one. There's a few uh other ones that stand out. Overall, it's a solid project. Didn't mean to jump straight into an album review, but uh Isaiah Rashad, man, he's he's got the album out. He's got a tour set. I think he comes into Oakland at the end of October or early November, somewhere around there. So uh opportunity to see Isaiah Rashad in the fall. Check him out. That's just dope. <clears throat> now might sound a little different. Hopefully it sounds a little different. All that other shit was kind of uh, shaky to say the least. The cut-ins, the cut-outs. Um, it was recorded from the phone. There was no editing. There's still going to be minimal editing at all, if any. It's unprofessional as fuck, for real. But um, just wanted to let y'all know why there was a bit of a hiatus. We got some new equipment in. I was trying to tinker with it, see what was good. I've recorded a few since uh, since the last pod. It's just they couldn't come out. It was either I was waiting on the new equipment to get it right, and then uh, I recorded one with the new equipment. It was a little too low as far as the vocals were concerned. Couldn't really hear shit. I didn't want y'all uh, getting introduced to the new the new sound of the pod, and it wasn't right. So here we are again. Hot as fuck. I'm here trying to give y'all the uh, information that I had set here. I got a few notes, a lot of different topics I want to get into, so let's get started. First and foremost, Kanye West. Um, initially, when I first recorded this pod, it was the day that it was supposed to come out, and uh, D-Lay West was back at it. Uh, he had the live stream. That was uh, the 22nd, I believe, on Apple Music. Broke records there. 3.3 million tuned in to see him in the middle of the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Uh, had the house packed. Middle of the uh, stadium. He's right there on, on, on the field. He's got shit being projected onto the onto the ground around him. Um, it, it was good aesthetically, you know. What I mean, from what I've seen in pictures and, and the short clips that I've seen, I didn't want to get too into it because uh, something that was released on this album that will now be released August sixth, by the way, has been pushed back to August sixth. That's exact the actual date. But um, along this live stream, 
it was uh, exposed that Hove had a verse on this new album. Now, uh, Hove and Kanye have been in, you know, a bit of a, now I won't say back and forth, it's just, you know, Kanye jumped out the window and, and then Jay would give his reasoning for why there's the distance. And uh, <clears throat> who knows, there's speculation that may have been a Kardashian thing. Now, she's out the picture, he could come back in. I'm not exactly sure, I don't know. But uh, nonetheless, Hove has a feature, has a verse, he's featured, excuse me, on Kanye West's Donda album. First time they've worked with each other, and I don't know how long. Uh, in the verse, he alludes to possible Throne 2. I know a lot of the uh, original Kanye J Throne fans are excited to hear that. Who knows? You know what I mean? Anything could happen. They're both uh, very uh, stubborn individuals from what it seems. But um, nonetheless, if this uh, album comes out on August 6th, that'll be the first time I listen to this whole verse. I did not want to listen to the snippets or... The audio uh, that was available because it just wasn't going to sound the way that it is when it's finished. Um, part of this delay is probably for the mixing portion for, for Ye. He's really a nerd about that shit. So I know when it comes out, I'm going to hear it the way it's intended to be heard. Until then, I'll just be in the dark. But uh, there's a whole verse. And from what I heard from other people, it's some dope shit. So uh, excited for that. More Rockefeller alumni, Beanie Siegel. Beanie Siegel, who's been out of the limelight for a while now, but uh, you know, recently was in a bit of a controversy. Not not too much controversy, but Nori was talking the shit. There was a possible versus matchup between Nori and uh, Beanie Siegel. Never heard anything from Beans. Nori was going crazy on any interview or anytime anybody would listen to him speak. And of course, on his show, the Drink Champs with DJ EFN. Uh and they ended up having Beanie Siegel as a go as a guest. Excuse me. I haven't uh, watched the podcast or listened to it yet, um, so I can't give you too much information. One of my partners did let me know that they did confirm that the verses will happen. Y'all know where I stand on that. I feel like Beans is a different kind of human being when it comes to this shit. Um, no doubt Nori has hits, has a long, long career, and, and he could pull from many different things. Uh, but... It's just that pen, that that vernacular, the way that Beans did what he did. I don't know how Nori uh, fares inside of a versus battle. 20 songs. I know some people are going to say maybe Beans don't have 20, but you're crazy. If you're talking about features, state property, solos, uh, Dynasty Project, any any collaboration he has with the Rockefeller artists at the time. I mean, he's got, he's got a long, long list of hits he could pull out. <clears throat> Moving forward, though. One versus that has been confirmed and is coming soon is that Dipset and Locks. We've already talked about it once, but I'm excited for this shit, man. Tuesday, August 3rd, live from the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, New York is up for grabs. Is it going to be the Dipset taking the New York crown or is it going to be the Locks? You can't go wrong either way you answer on this. And this is the cliche corny answer, but literally the culture wins in this one. This is going to be the playlist that they put together. You know how they do the uh, day after or, or whatever. Now, I'm not going to go off the cheat sheet ones they give out, but when they do the day after of what was actually played, that playlist is going to play and ring off for some time. So I'm excited for this entire event. Um, stupid that they would do one on a Tuesday, in my opinion. I think this needs to be a weekend battle, but whatever. Give me something to do on a Tuesday. Um, Dipset, the locks, Madison Square Garden, this shit gonna be crazy. They've been going back and forth on social media. 
the shit's hilarious. It's like watching wrestlers do promos. I'm excited for it. I know they're all cocky, funny, and uh, sarcastic motherfuckers. So this is going to be a good one for sure. I don't know who y'all got in it. Honestly, I don't even know who I got in it. If I was asked and, and forced to give an answer, I would say Dipset just because of the impact it had. Uh, it hit me more where I was at, at, at that time than, than, you know, the locks did. I've always respected the locks individually and, of course, as a group. But Dipset, man, they just got shit that I, that I go to to today. And um, uh, although Dipset has what I consider the more impactful music, I mean, the locks haven't stopped. They've been doing solo projects. They just put out an album. They said they got way more in the tuck. Uh, Styles P just dropped. I mean, you got to respect all these gentlemen and their craft and what they do. I'm just excited to tune in. <sighs> Something I didn't know I was going to have to tune into was IG Live. Because ever since Ransom dropped the album Heavy as the Head with uh, features from Royce, Mickey Fax, RJ Payne. It seemed to uh, spark a whole lot of controversy in the hip-hop community, at least amongst the hip-hop nerds and the hip-hop heads and these uh, group of MCs I'm about to talk about. So Ransom, Heavy as the Head, has a song featuring R.J. Payne. After that song, uh, R.J. Payne was tweeting online saying him and Ransom are the best to do this shit. The best doing it right now, at least. Uh, Royce was on his bullshit too on IG. He said, you know, sarcastically, who... When, who and when and at what and where, you know what I mean? Just basically questioning the shit that they were saying with sticking his chest out. You know, it's been well documented uh, how Royce feels about his place in this game. He's got the four-finger goat ring. And um, who's going to say he's not the man? Is Olympic-style rap. One of, the, um, one of the last of the Mohicans when it comes to this actual lyricist shit that could still go mainstream crossover i mean he's got he just does it all um since he's built that studio he calls it heaven it's in his uh home i mean shit's just been getting more crazy than ever before he's producing he's uh we'll get to more of his production later but all starts on ig live ransom mickey fax uh voice to five nine and surprisingly lupe fiasco now lupe fiasco is uh Another one of those last of the lyricists, just you could tell this man is 100% about his craft when he drops. You know what I mean? It's just, it's art. So these guys are all on live talking. Somehow it it, it, divulges, it varies away from uh, Ransom talking and RJ Payne's tweeting. It just becomes a Royce and a Lupe back and forth. I stopped watching after about 45 minutes. Seemed like it was just sarcasm and bullshit, rapper ego shit. But uh, Lupe eventually, you know, strikes the nerve of Royce. Royce strikes the nerve of Lupe. They exchange, whereas it gets a little more heated than expected. And um, results in Royce saying, you know what? If we're going to rap, let's rap. And Royce does just that. He comes out and he raps. And um, it's crazy because, you know, Royce is, uh, like I said, he's he's one of the aliens when it comes to this rap shit. Like, he just... For years now, he's only gotten better. Um, and and when he says, let's rap, let's rap, I felt like he was going to, you know, do the display his talents, what he does. And, and that's exactly what he did. And I'm going to fucking play a little bit of that right now just for y'all to peep. But, um. The beat is crazy, by the way, so check this shit out. 
Silence of the Lambda, Royce the Five Nine, Luke Fiasco. Just apparently. Uh, solidarity like that muscle we refuse to flex. That synergy that these niggas just refuse to tap into. In our disparity, match our hustle, we exude success. Attack us mentally, that's that energy kings get trapped into. Therefore, I'm done promoting the dumb shit. I put a hole in your son while he holding your son chips. While you over there with a chip on your shoulder like you over or some shit. Your flow is redundant. I separate your body from soul. Now your body is cold. Spiraling out of control. Now you over there, body odor is pungent. We're coming out of your body over assumptions. Look at all this passive-aggressive pussy in. All the past neglectful positions these pussies put me in. We them cool niggas bringing food. Liquor and foolies in. They do all the yelling, then accuse nigga the bullying. Cruelty to MCs is intellectual vibrato. Run up full speed to hit niggas with the message like wallow. I bleed midly, I greet midly. There's, there's really no place to cut this shit off. And I just want to give y'all a little taste so that y'all can go back to it later yourselves. But Royce goes, you know, and that that wasn't really mixed down. You could tell he just did it, released it, and um, was back about his business. But, you know, Lupe was. Uh, freestyling on IG Live or, or whatever he was doing. And, um, you know, that didn't really sound like it was going to leave a mark. I was kind of, you know, embarrassed going to be honest with you. It just seemed like somebody was irritated, responding emotionally. And uh, later on, he came and he delivered. And this is Lupe like I've never heard him before. So, again, I'm going to play a little bit of this. This is Lupe Fiasco, Steve Jobs, SLR, three and a half. Apologize, man. It's uh, last minute. So, let me ask for this in advance. SLR. Yeah. Said it mean on me. Niggas try to dream on me. So that nigga, he can lean on me. Fall asleep and have a dream on me, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see? It takes niggas weeks. They need a comfort zone and some beats. Lollygaggers to poly matters to go over responses. Get all laid and technical in their content. Press record. Then I bring the receipts. Lambda, lambda, lambda. I think that shit was sweet. I wish I could just kiss you on the cheek. Nerds have their hands in everything. Gangsters won't even touch the police. Won't you tell your niggas get that? Take some of them cool bullies and go and get some of our shit back. The problem is that you ain't never had no impact. Kit Kats and chit chat and syntax won't make up for how much you sit back. I think that nigga scared. He never leave heaven, cause he already did. Damn, nigga, are you insane? What's the point in knowing how to point and aim? If the niggas you gon' bang look exactly the same, that ain't motherfucking shame. Lupe, see, Lupe got a little more straight to the point, um, as he should. You know what I mean? I respect that. But uh, not anything I've ever heard from Lupe before. I've never really heard him come that that way. It gets worse. He says a lot of foul shit. One that really sticks out is when he said they wish it would have been uh, Royce that went instead of Biz Marquis, which I'm not a fan of bringing up anybody's death or, or playing with death at all. And uh, again, recipes to Biz Marquis and condolences to his family. But um, it's hip-hop, and he did what he did. Now it's on Royce, you know what I mean? Are you going to respond? What are you going to say? What are you going to do? Uh, a lot of YouTube, a lot of uh, shit you could peep on there about, you know, these guys going live on IG, a lot of discussion. I was uh, watching a live the other day. Uh, King Los jumped on saying he was ready to go at anybody going at Royce. 
Royce hasn't really responded to anything other than to say, you know, he's the GOAT. And if the, the nerds want to pick on the GOAT, you know what I mean? Because Mickey Fax came out now. Mickey Fax I wasn't too familiar with. But he uh he jumps out the window and gets on on Royce too. And then uh, that sparked people, you know, have a discussion like, oh, who's Royce going to pull from? The obvious answer is anybody from Slaughterhouse. We know Joe Budden says he's retired, but uh, Crooked Eye is, is probably the uh, easy answer in this. While, uh, you know, he's got other rapper friends. You know, one by the name of Eminem. I don't know. I don't know if Lupe wants uh, Royce to get involved in his rapper friend bag, but we'll see. I don't even know if this is good for the culture, y'all. I feel like these are two of the uh, best that are doing it right now, and I feel like that should be aligned, if anything, especially since they already had a podcast together. I thought music was going to stem from that originally when they had a podcast. It's apparently no longer. Um, Lupe says he's off that, and it doesn't seem like after the shit he said, Royce would be with it either. So one thing that is uh, kind of ironic to stem from this is R.J. Payne, the man who originally started all this with his tweet, now says he has an album coming out fully produced by Royce the Five Nine. So clearly these two are chilling together. He says there's some special uh, surprises on the album. I don't know if it's going to be a Lupe diss, what it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to bring some more light to an RJ Payne album. He's a, another one of those lyricists that goes off. More of a battle rapper type. Um, but that's right up his alley. So again, like I said, Royce, we don't know who he's going to grab, but he's definitely going to grab somebody. And it's a... Uh, Looking like it's going to be a long day for Lupe, so we shall see what happens. Before we leave music, man, if anybody's been peeping Just Blaze, pissing you off like he's pissing me off going through his stores, uh, you know what I mean? Reach out. Let me know which one it was for you. But Just Blaze has been uh, just going to storage, apparently, and uh, taking pictures and, and putting, you know, comment or a caption underneath and letting people know exactly what we're looking at. He had a a floppy disk that he said was a J Electronica beat tape. He had a microphone that he said was at the Rockefeller Studios that was just, you know, some of your favorite albums and and even more than you could think of were recorded on anything from J albums to uh, collaborative albums to uh, things that Rockefeller did for other people as far as, you know, uh, the Ghost Rider was concerned. Some some things that were on the Doctor's Advocate album. Uh, just a lot of r- real dope shit was recorded, and he's just on there, you know. Oh, this was woo 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 woo. Everybody's like, okay, well, what's up, man? You gonna sell this shit? He's laughing. He's joking when people are saying they're gonna have to remortgage their houses or put their kids on the street if they want to ever buy these items, which was funny to me, but also led me to think into a. Uh, what about older rap acts who are no longer touring, no longer active as far as putting out music, but still, you know, have their original pieces of history, whether it's your uh, original rhyme book or, you know, uh, maybe your, I don't know, the microphone you recorded on, maybe uh, part of your sound, but I don't know. It's really endless. You can really go anywhere with this, but with this craze now, these NFTs and and uh, items being auctioned off and then, you know, making even more money after the fact and still getting royalties as the original creator of the uh, item. It just seems like for a lot of these artists who are no longer touring, maybe, you know, found themselves in hardships, whether it be financially, physically, 
uh, if their health's not doing too well, just any kind of way to see, you know, the legends and people who paved the way for these new guys who are making billions of dollars, literally. It'd be nice to see a way for the uh, legends and those who paved the way to get some return on what they've done. Back then, there was not the kind of money in hip-hop that there is now. It was being discouraged. People thought it was a phase. Here today, going tomorrow. Now it is the number one music, the number one source of culture. Like, it's just, it's crazy. You can't watch a cartoon. Uh, you can't listen to a country song these days without hearing the, the hip-hop or rap influence. And uh, it's just a shame that those who laid the groundwork for these new heads who were getting all this money not to be seeing some themselves. So, you know, back in the days, people weren't so smart contractually, and, and a lot of people were getting burnt. So it's, you know, unfortunate. And I would like to see if these older acts can get some loot. So just giving ideas, you know what I mean? brainstorming maybe there's legal reasons why they can't but if you can just find a way to do whatever and if you can't do the legal things then fuck it fabricate some shit call it authentic and sell it get your bread up you ain't hear that there you ain't hear that from here though <laughs> the 2020 olympics are being played now it is 2021 i had to explain this shit to my kids we were all watching and they were like why does it say 2020 and i explained to them you know it's the every four years thing they can't completely change the course of history because of COVID, but they did postpone it to play it safe. There was still some blowback from uh, Japan. Obviously, the games are being held in Tokyo. They didn't really want all of that. Foot traffic over there, opening the door for another outbreak. And um, you can't really be angry at them for that. You know what I mean? It's like pretty self-explanatory. But regardless, business is business. The games are played. And... Um, Few things that stood out to me. One being Lee Kiefer, a woman fencer, so fencing being the competition, was the first US competitor in fencing, man or woman, to take home any title. And she found a way to bring home gold. So congratulations to Lee Kiefer. Excuse the corny ass claps. Man, I gotta get some better drops. But anyway, congratulations to Lee Kiefer. Uh, she took home the gold medal in fencing. Like I said, first man or woman making history for the U.S., setting the bar high. Now it's up to the rest of us to continue dominance. And, um, you know, dominance comes with a price, and sometimes it's your peace of mind, which leads me to my next story. It is Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles who have decided to remove themselves from competition in the 2020 Olympic Games, citing mental health. Um, Simone Biles, who was in her qualifying uh, performance, you know, a lot of incredible things she did, a few... Uh, mishaps and she just didn't look like she was mentally there the entire time she had a more of a grimace on her face she looked more concerned than any of the others who may have been in their first games ever and it just seemed as though you know it wasn't going to be her day come to find out she's on the fence about it at all and eventually drops from the games citing that you know in the past she felt like she was competing for others and, and what they wanted and Kind of just going through the motions she wanted this year's games to be different and unfortunately she felt a lot of the same so um she decided that she was going to step out from the games as did naomi osaka citing mental health and um congratulations to these ladies on everything that they've already accomplished they've earned the right to sit out if they'd like um i'm excited to see what's next for these ladies i know that uh they're becoming huge advocates and and widely outspoken in the mental health space, and I really do uh, appreciate people who have the limelight like that, putting the onus on taking care of yourself and choosing peace of mind over praise. 
And um, for that, I do praise you and, and congratulate the both of you and hope to see you in competition again soon, but at your discretion, how you want to and on your time. So again, ladies, thank you for what you've accomplished and um, take your time, do what you got to do. And I look forward to the next chapter in whatever facet of your career you continue with. You can't help but think, though, that uh, there's one competitor out there who would have loved to be representing the country right now. And um, she goes by the name of Shikari Richardson. We've already discussed what happened with that situation. Um, the marijuana positive test led her to being banned from the Olympics. Well, actually, she was suspended for at least enough amount of days to remove her from what her bread and butter competition was, which I believe was the 100 meter. Um, she was still available for a team relay competition and wasn't picked up from Team US and uh, Team USA, excuse me. And, you know, it's unfortunate because that was somebody who was juiced in and ready to go for her country and compete and uh, was excited and was derailed. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate. Rules are rules, but at the same time, these athletes put in their entire lives into the craft, especially Olympian uh, athletes, just for the simple fact that you're training for an entire, you're training your entire lifetime for every four years to compete. And um, obviously you're doing things in between, but, you know, it's just unfortunate that she's going to be derailed four years for marijuana use, and she gave her reasons behind it. There's no need for me to dive into it. Just know that... um. Obviously, I don't have any problem with marijuana smoking. It is legalized in way more states than it's not now. And um, the federal charge is just something they hold over your head. I don't know, man. That's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But Shikari Richardson, shout outs to you. Um, you know, can't wait to see what you do next. And uh, I know you'll be back to smoking the competition in no time. Now. Who should be smoking competition and for some reason was getting smoked is men's USA basketball. I don't know what's going on with these guys. Coach Pop's been the coach for some time now. Uh, you can't tell me that Coach Pop has the uh, issue getting guys to play. So maybe it's just who's being selected or who's who's confirming and coming out because uh, these names, you would think, you know, they'd be able to put forth some wins, especially in international games. But they lose two exhibition games coming into the first game that mattered. That was against... Uh, France. France comes away with the win. They had opportunities at the end of the game. Everybody's missing shots. They're being lazy. You had two, three minutes where you're settling for threes, trying to do the quick fix, and you could have gone inside, drawn the foul. Maybe not drawn the foul in an Olympic competition, but nonetheless, go to the go to the rim, uh, attack. You know what I mean? Like put them on their heels, and instead you bell them out shooting threes. It turns out to be the demise of the first game. They lose to France. I don't know if you would say it was a bounce-back win over Iran. No disrespect to my Iranian brothers and sisters. I'm just saying USA was expected to win that. They win 122-60. to 60. Um, Still not impressive to me. I think you need to get your shit together. There's another game going to be played July 31st to be determined who their opponent is going to be in that game. But uh, Luca's out here doing magic for his team, so be careful what's going on. And get your shit together, because uh, for some of these players to be coming off of already 
a short off season, uh, jam packed, compact season that just ended. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Devin Booker all just competed in the finals. I mean, these guys got to be tired. So for you to go over there and not represent, it just seems like you should have been at home resting. So hopefully Team USA gets it together. I have confidence that they will. And, um, you know, we shall see. LeBron, not on Team USA. Um, He's getting up there in age. I, I don't blame him, but. You know, Space Jam. Space Jam 2 came out. I personally watched it. I'm just going to say Space Jam. I ain't going to say shit else about it. Uh, that's all. But um, LeBron had a Space Jam mural that was put up in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. And it was defaced. Vandals took <laughs> some kind of red spray paint. Spray painted the flop across his uh, body. And a big red clown nose across his nose. And um, that was reported. In, and there was pictures from the Akron Beacon. Uh, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I don't know if it's just some trolls from out of town or if it really is homegrown hate, but I don't see how you could hate on a man who who did what he did for his community and what he does aside from the game. Off of the court, on the court, I can understand why uh, <laughs> some people may not feel like he deserves all the praise he gets, but that's his hometown, and, and uh, he did come home to Cleveland after leaving to give you guys a championship. I don't know. Maybe it's a tough crowd out there. Nonetheless... It is what it is. LeBron, not all of Akron loves you, and uh, you got to be okay with that. Yesterday, NBA draft was under <laughs> underway out there. Uh, you know, Detroit had the number one pick, did what everybody expected them to do. They chose the guard, Kane, Cade Cunningham. I'll just read you the top, like, 15 picks real quick. So Cade Cunningham goes number one to the Detroit Pistons, Jalen Green. Goes number two to the Houston Rockets. Evan Mobley, number three to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Scotty Barnes, number four to the Toronto Raptors. Number five was Jalen Suggs. He's going to Orlando. OKC picks up Josh Giddy with pick six. And the Golden State Warriors select Jonathan Kuminga with their first round seventh pick. Franz Wagner goes to Orlando with the eighth pick. Davion Mitchell goes to my Sacramento Kings with the ninth pick. Zaire Williams reports to New Orleans, the new member of the Pelicans at pick 10. James Boonite goes to Charlotte at pick 11. Joshua Primo goes to the Spurs at 12. Chris Duarte goes to the Pacers at 13. Moses Moody. The second pick for Golden State Warriors at 14. Corey Kispert goes to Washington, pick 15. I'm not going to go through everything. just wanted to read through at least the first 15, being that the Warriors had two picks in the first 15. Excuse me. <laughs> and I had to get to my Kings pick at 9. Um, don't know much about the college game. I wish I knew more. I usually do know the top four, five, six guys usually end up you know, turning heads throughout the uh, season. Hopefully that extends over to the ninth pick, Davion Mitchell. Uh, hopefully you're the right one to come along with Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox and make an impact over here in Sacramento. Um, looking forward to seeing what happens there. Um, but, you know, unfortunate other news came around the league. Russell Westbrook goes to the Los Angeles Lakers, joining AD and LeBron, big three now in L.A. They did have to give up Kyle Kuzma. Uh, Montrez Harrell and Caldwell Pope 
I know a lot of Lakers fans were on the fence about Caldwell Pope. Some of them didn't mind seeing him go. Um, Montrez Harrell didn't perform there like you expected him to. And Kyle Kuzma, although athletic, hasn't really added too much additional to his game. I was still excited when I heard thoughts, or excuse me, talks of Buddy Hill going to Los Angeles in the trade for Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell, but it didn't end up panning out. They ended up going, I believe, to Cleveland. I'm not 100% sure, but nonetheless, uh, excuse me, Washington, Washington. And uh, Russell Westbrook goes back to L.A. where he's from. Now he'll be performing in the Staples Center night in and night out. That's going to be box office. Hopefully those three guys can gel. And uh, you see some exciting ball coming out of L.A. Um, not too exciting, though, because I do want to see one of these Bay Area or at least Northern California teams get in. So we shall see. Uh, something else that turned heads in the sports world, Aaron Rodgers reports back to the Green Bay Packers. They were at a stalemate. Everybody knows it was kind of a standoff between the organization and Aaron. Um it was reported that Randall Cobb was going to come back from the Houston Texans in a trade. Shortly after that, a press conference from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers states that he's uh, coming back on a restructured deal. Restructured in the sense that he still gets the same amount of money he was guaranteed. It's just paid out a little differently in order to uh, allow some room and cap space for them to go out and hopefully find him more weapons. Um, he was there assigned through the next three years. In this new contract, he gets that money over two years. And the third year is deleted. So it's kind of now a tryout period for both sides. Um, obviously, Aaron's staying there under the uh, impression that he's going to get some help on the offensive side of the ball. Hopefully he does for him. Actually, you know what? Hopefully he doesn't and he, you know, shakes shit up and goes somewhere else. I'd be excited to see him go anywhere but the AFC West unless he's coming to the Raiders. But, uh, you know, it seems like he should already have more titles. And the fact that he doesn't is a shame. But um. It is what it is, you know, your big name and your big arm can't do it all. It is a team sport, and uh, the team does include the organization. If they're not going to do right by him, then, you know, what can he do? Still, uh, there's other quarterbacks out there hungry and ready to produce with weapons that you have, i.e. Devontae Adams. Um, now it's up in the air if he's going to stay. There was talks about him ready to go. Also, uh, he's been courted pretty aggressively from uh, Derek Carr and other Raiders. Uh, to come, you know, re-team up with his boy, Derek Carr. They played together at Fresno State. So we shall see what happens. We don't know how anything's going to pan out just yet. But uh, it is what it is. Aaron Rodgers, for the next two years, is going to stay in the green and gold over there in uh, Lambeau Field. Now, I opened up beginning with Isaiah Rashad's album. I told you uh, the house is burning, just released. There was something else I was listening to that I wanted to let y'all know. Uh, you know, every once in a while, I'm going to come with some shit that I'm on. And um, this guy came across just through playlists. I was randomly driving around once whatever I'm listening to finishes, title just throws around, whatever they do. And uh, every time I continue to look back at the car to see, you know, who's this, who's this, it was the same person every time. And um, if you don't know, pun intended, this artist goes by the name of IDK. IDK just released an album called Use For Yourself. This was released, uh, I believe, on the day that Kanye was supposed to, so last week. Um, you know, a lot of songs stood out to me, none more than this. So I'm going to play it for you real quick on the What 
I'm on segment. This is uh, Hey Auntie by IDK featuring the legendary Slick Rick. Hey Auntie. Perfect family. Perfect example of love hey, is probably auntie, something auntie, that I've never auntie. felt. But if I had the opportunity to experience it, um, what would it be IDK, like? use for yourself. Hey, auntie. New music. Something like Mama cooking breakfast in the morning with a smile on her face like good morning, baby. Dad reading the newspaper. Haircut, attempt taper. Now it's time for eating. Hash browns and sausages, learning a little vegan. Talk for 30 minutes, my lunch pack when I'm leaving. Lunchables the flex, I fist pump like yes. Capri Sun got me looking like I'm saying cheese. Cause a smile is all they want from me. They don't really care what I become or be as long as I live happily while living comfortably. No hanging with thugs or living reckless. Love was in this movie, my mama the one directing. Never needing a whooping, but always getting the message. Wishing we got the bomb, but instead I got broken toys. Artificial joy. Don't blow the whistle. Don't blow the whistle. Everything, everything, everything you. Yeah, it wouldn't be me if it wasn't for you. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, the joke's on you. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, the joke's on you. Hey, Auntie. Mama cooking breakfast in the morning with a smile on her face like good morning, baby. Dad reading a newspaper. Haircut, attempt taper. Now it's time for eating. Hash browns and sausages, everything is vegan. Talk for 30 minutes, lunch pack when I'm leaving. Lunchables, the flex, I fist pump like yes. Sunny D got me looking like I'm saying cheese. A smile is all they want from me. They don't really care what I become or be as long as I live happily while living comfortably. No hanging with thugs or living reckless. Love was in this movie, my auntie the one directing. Never felt this feeling and now I'm feeling neglected. Wishing we got the bomb, but instead I got molested. A message, maybe being hurt so much will send a couple blessings. Maybe I can learn from all the pain and get a lesson. I hope that all this pain will start the lesson. I've been holding this shit inside too long, like one right, two wrongs. The road of healing stuck in rush hour like I'm too young. A man saying how he feel, make him feel like Mulan. A bitch in a man's clothes, guess that's what I stand for. Broken toys, artificial joy. Don't blow the whistle, don't blow the whistle. Everything, everything, everything you, yeah, wouldn't be me if it wasn't for you. Ha, 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 yeah, the joke's on you. Ha, 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 yeah, the joke's on you. Hey, auntie. Legendary Slick Rick. Outside, seven years old, wants to know me like rage on Steve Harvey show. Guess I'm Romeo. Don't cross like Cockney when I phrase. Looks annoyed, come socks me in my face. Eyes crossed, made fun of a son of a. Upstairs promptly, run me auntie. Who tongue lash kid about laugh when she figures out big girl strikes me. Excuse that abrupt ending, y'all. Still learning how to use some of this equipment, but like I said, that was IDK, Hey Auntie, off the Use For Yourself album. Yeah. Y'all let me know how this new shit sound, if it sounds better, if there's still improvements that need to be made. Uh, 
any suggestions for artists that need to be spot, you know, put a spotlight on them, you know what I mean, anybody needs to be highlighted right now as far as in your community doing positive shit, the good news segment is coming back. Got a few stories already bookmarked for that. In the meantime, reach out to me on the unprofessional as fuck Instagram. That's unprofessional AF Unprofessional as fuck with Ruck on Instagram. Now that we got this new equipment together and it should sound a little bit better, we're gonna uh looking into doing more. See if we're gonna have to get fresh and do some video, get some uh, merch, whatever we gotta do, but we're gonna try to uh, make this shit as dope as possible, I can't do it without y'all listening, so I do appreciate every one of y'all who presses play, on my way out, just wanna shout out uh, my brother and sister, Jack and Casey right now out in Hawaii getting married this weekend, congratulations to you two. Beyond happy for the both of you. Um, can't wait to celebrate with y'all in person. Send you blessings, success, health, and um, travel safely. Shouts to all my folks. Those here, those no longer here. on Instagram, let me know what's going on this weekend, if there's any stories or anything you think needs to be talked about, discussed, any of my folks listening, if y'all want to sit down and be a guest, I'll let me, man, trying to do some dope shit. Yeah. I'm professional.